This is Ask an Educator. Welcome to Ask an Educator. I'm Hashim Pipkin, and in this episode, I chat with Tisha Greek, a third grade teacher in Seminole County, Florida. Take a listen and discover how the Creating Flexible Learning Environments micro-credential helped her support her students take ownership of their learning throughout the classroom. Here we go. All right, so let's jump right in with admittedly a pretty hefty question. What motivates okay. you to be an educator every day? Uh, what what wakes you up <laughs> to... Um, <laughs> to meet your students and give them the best possible learning experience you can? Um, well, I'm very driven by seeing my children learning new things. Um, I think about my own elementary experience and how teachers make the difference. And it's not necessarily the content, it's how the teachers present information and um, entice you to learn more. So I'm driven by the fact that I want them to remember how they learned the content in fun and interesting ways and were engaged in school. And I want them to be able to feel like they had a positive day every day. Absolutely. Um, so to get a bit more detail about what kind of student experience, classroom experience I could expect out of your classroom, walk me through a typical day. How do you um, define success for, for you and your students? What are some of your instructional priorities, say, day in, day out? Um, the types of conversations I would hear with students, just paint a picture for me about how you try to set the tone for your classroom. Um, well, my students come in and I, from the very beginning of the school year, I really try and encourage independence. So I've got flexible seating in my classroom. They choose where they learn best. Um, we don't spend a lot of time in our chairs. We spend a lot of time all over the room. So Typically, we meet at the carpet first. I give them the breakdown of, like, what we've got to accomplish during the day. And then we set our goals of how we're going to get those things done. Um, I give my children options of how they'd like to explore certain ideas. We do group work, and then we tend to break off into um, small groups where they all work in teams and problem-solve ideas together. And then we have our daily five like rotations where they move through different centers to practice independently. Um, we, when we have conversations, a lot of times it's um, geared a little bit above what they're expected for their grade level. But I have a I have a wise group, and we like to have deep conversations. Um, then we also kind of do a why and how can we build on that and what is the furthest thing that we're going to get to in our topic. So making sure that they understand what's the end game. And why are those mindsets, those student mindsets important for you to really develop at the elementary level? Why do you think they're really, really key for success? Well, I think it's so important for them to understand where they are and where they're going because I don't want them to be robots in my classroom. I don't want them to just regurgitate information. I want them to set their own goals and push their own um, boundaries themselves. If they're, you know, only memorizing the things that come out of my mouth, they're not asking questions and they're not 
digging deeper into the content. Let's pivot a bit to micro-credentials explicitly now. Mm-hmm. How were you introduced to um, the professional learning tool? I know Seminole County has um, been partnering with Digital Promise for a while regarding micro-credentials, but how were you um, made aware of, you know, kind of it as an option? Um, well, I was a digital learning leader last year for the county, and they requested that any of us who might have the time could do um, a micro-credential to pilot it and check it out and see if it's something that's going to work for our district. And when you first were kind of introduced to the concept of micro-credentials, what immediately compelled you? What What were you... Um, kind of initially really excited about? Um, I love the online component of being able to do the work in my classroom or at home um, and doing it at my own pace. Um, I liked the rubric. So the very first thing I went to is what do I have to submit? And that's how I kind of worked backwards from that. So then I was, okay, after I understood the evidence I would need to produce. Then I started going back and reading all the articles and doing all the research and deciding how I wanted to submit my information. Mm-hmm. And um, taking a step back. So before micro-credentials, how were you incorporating professional learning for yourself throughout your day-to-day? How, how, what were some of the experiences and opportunities you had? Um, I mean, I like with the district, I'm a anything and I'll do it kind of person. Mm-hmm. So if there's something interesting, I sign up for it all the time. And I love going to different trainings. I think that meeting teachers from other schools is so important um, for building that understanding of how it works in the rest of the world. During that kind of district offered professional development, were there moments you felt that it didn't necessarily overlap in the exact ways you needed it to? Um, yes, I always, I, I felt that it wasn't pertaining to my classroom. So micro was really great because I'm in my classroom and I, the way I prove myself and the understanding of the micro credential is through evidence in my own classroom. So I thought that that was really useful because then whatever I was learning about, I needed to apply it in my classroom to prove that I was able to do it. Right. So what what compelled you to choose the micro-credentials that you did? Well, they're very good. Um, they aligned with Marzano. So I knew I could kind of check off some stuff like that. But I also, um, I already had my room arranged in a functional way for flexible seating. So it was more just analyzing how I'm using it and how I could continue building on it. Um, which helped me when I set up my classroom this year. Um, and then I had one with um, probing questions. And I chose that because as third graders, which is the grade I teach, my students are really just starting to learn really well how to defend their answers. So I thought it would be pretty useful to um, analyze it a little bit more and see who am I asking probing questions to? And am I making sure I'm getting everybody? And am I, you know, reaching my entire class? At the beginning of our conversation, you were describing kind of your classroom environment, that students have flexible seating. So was the creating flexible learning environments micro-credential 
did it did it deepen your kind of skill set in, yes. in that or yeah so how did you how did it, you it see helped. it before i just thought okay flexible seating is just having places around the room for them to sit and when i started digging more into it it was the conversations that you've got to have with your kids about where they're going to choose to sit and how we don't all sit in the same spot because we don't all learn in the same way. And we don't all need to do exactly the same thing. Like our best friend, we have to do what's best for us. So, um, really learning how to talk to my kids about that and, um, realizing that I was kind of surface level and I needed to dig deeper with my ability to flexible seat with my kids. From the perspective of, of your students, did you see or note any any shifts in how your students were engaged once you started to bring into practice some of the um, some of the resources and content of the micro credential? I I did see a shift in like the way that the way that they were taking ownership and you hear like kids go, Oh, I can't sit next to you. I don't focus. (laughs) (laughs) Like just, you know, they were more aware of like why they weren't going to sit next to somebody or why they like would say, Hey, like to my group, let's sit over here. We'll be able to spread out. This is a good spot for us to do this project kind of a deal. So they started understanding it more. Yeah, and they started, it sounds like, from those snippets of, like, student dialogue, really starting to build those intellectual mindsets where they can comprehend not just, like, what they are being asked to do, but, like, what are the best steps to take in order to, like, best, yeah. you know, del- deliver the best possible product, which is, like, a really, really, I think, sophisticated skill, right? You talk about the scale um, for students to start understanding not just the task, yeah. but like, what are the steps needed to How complete the there? task yeah. well? So, um, that's awesome, especially at third grade. <laughs> so, like, looking forward, what are some of your biggest hopes for how micro credentials can continue to support you? And even thinking of, say, your colleagues in Seminole County, how do you think this tool can really scale and and support, say, educators in general? I think it would be really interesting to see us start doing small group, like working on those credentials with, you know, two or three other colleagues at school in an area that you guys care about. So making it so that you guys can talk about it in your own classrooms and talk about solutions and try out things. Um, Last year, I did the probing questions one with one of my colleagues in third grade. And together, we looked at a like lesson we were teaching and we chose questions we should ask our classes. And then afterwards, when we talked about it, it was like, Oh, okay, this is where your class is. This is where my class is. This is the next step for both of us kind of a deal. So those were good conversations. I think sometimes it's hard when it's all online and you don't talk about it again. Yeah. And, you know, I think repeatedly I hear not only from educators, but soups and school leaders that, Educators are natural kind of like peer collaborative learners, right? Yeah. They really value that type of learning environment. So the the more ways we can infuse the micro-credential earning experience with that collaborative aspect is mm-hmm. I think everybody will win. This is all awesome. Thanks for chatting on a Friday um, and have a, have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Right, bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Ask an Educator. See you next time.